Do you feel like you've had a bit of a pivot in your business lately? Hi, I'm Candace, and over the last six months, I spent 300 hours talking to clients in eight different countries. I asked the question, how can I serve them even more? And the Align Your Business Summit was born. I handpicked 16 powerful, heart-centered business entrepreneurs, conscious leaders, and visionaries to help support you in your pivot with their wisdom and lots of free gifts. Please join me for the next 16 days here on the Intuitive Business Podcast for your first step to move into the next level of you. Speaking of steps, step number two is sign up for my free gift of a live group Akashic Record reading. All you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash align summit to sign up for emails that will lead you to your free gift, a live group Akashic Record reading where you too can ask questions from the wisdom of your soul. See you there. Hi, everybody. And today I have a very special guest and I would like to introduce her now. Women's wealth advocate and business mentor, Meryl Creeksman, is the CEO and founder of Meryl Creeksman Media, a company that has helped hundreds of women globally ascend into self-funded wealth. She's dedicated to helping women break the chains of generational scarcity and step into becoming unapologetic female leaders who fearlessly demand what they're worth and get it. Yay. <laughs> Her insights on women and wealth have been featured, are you ready? In CBS News, ABC News, and in publications like Forbes, Fast Company, Good Housekeeping, and she was recently quoted in an article in Entrepreneur entitled Seven Tips to Hit Seven Figures in 2020 and beyond along Sir Richard Branson. So I would really like to welcome you today, Meryl, and thank you so much for being our guest and helping other women entrepreneurs. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. <laughs> so the first thing I wanted to um, go back to in your introduction is you talk about breaking the chains of generational scarcity. Can you talk into that statement? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, basically what that means, very practically speaking, is that we want to make sure as women that we're not repeating the same toxic money patterns that our mothers used to sort of, you know, portray or our grandmothers or our aunties or, you know, other sort of the, the women that we grew up with. And it's very, um, very easy to slip back into simply like repeating what we've seen and so those 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 change that are really you know patriarchy induced are are sort of keeping us stuck. And even when we have opportunities, and even when we have um, 
you know, a chance to create a financial shift for ourselves, we're not always able to do that. And that is because the, because of the conditioning. So um, just to give you an example, you know, my mother used to have um, a drawer where she would like hide purchases that she, you know, made for herself. Like she, she loves clothes and all those things. And she would just like hide everything in the drawer. And then um, once in a while she would take something out and, and start wearing it, sort of like drip it out over times so that my dad wouldn't notice. You know, stuff like that, when you grow up with that and, and, and witnessing that as a, as a girl and young woman, um, it influences you know, how you see the world. So when, when I, you know, came to the point where, you know, I was like an adult, like 18, 19, 20 years old, um, I had no idea how to make my own money. I was totally just relying on my, on my father's income, my father to support me financially. And, um, and then I, you know, started my relationship and, and my husband needed to support me, my boyfriend at a time, um, you know, and it just sort of, continued and continued the story just kept repeating itself and then when i uh, discovered i was pregnant um i was having this this intense moment of i do not want to pass on this thing that i'm carrying with me this like heavy sort of inability to to make money you know my inability to turn the talents that I have, the gifts that I bring into this world into something that supports myself financially and then some. And I'd always wanted to be rich, you know, it's just like, I love having the freedom. I love having the flexibility, the, the just being able to say, you know, like this feels good. I want to have this. So, um, so it was very important for me to shift that for myself, but also for my daughters, you know, and I just, before we hopped on this call, I told you I have three little girls now uh, under the age of five. So, you know, I felt responsible as a mom as well. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I, I want you to just go a little deeper. Um, we have a lot of questions, but that the where, how are you living your life? You shared with me this beautiful way that you've, um, you've created this life with your children that just sounds so rich and, and beautiful. Can you share a little bit about that? Because that's powerful for us to listen to. Yeah, for sure. So when you get to a point where you make, at least this is my journey, right? So I, I got to this point where I was making uh, over a million dollars a year, um, could basically, you know, buy anything I wanted, could like fly anywhere I wanted. And then I realized like, hey, but what the planet needs right now is people who are really conscious about how they spend their money and how we've spent our money is actually really like not sustainable. You know, it causes a lot of harm and heartache. And, um, you know, I was just watching a documentary. It's called uh, A Plastic Ocean about plastic pollution um, in the oceans and how so much of our plastics uh, end up in, um, in, in countries and areas that are very poor, you know, where people will literally use like our plastic bags to like light a fire. And of course, you know, the, the toxins will cause like cancers and stuff like that. And so what I realized is that, you know, what I thought was wealth was actually not wealth. And what is actually wealth is not just making money in a way that's sustainable, which is very important to me as a, as a mother of young children, right? Like I only work, um, I would say 20 hour weeks at this point, um, you know, make 
you know, fair amount of money <laughs> doing very well for myself. Um, but it's, you know, true wealth is, uh, natural beauty, you know, like, like being able to have fresh water, it's able to have, um, uh, clear skies. It's, 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 it's helping those in need. It's, um, you know, and in, 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 um, one of the things that really is the, the essence for me of wealth is, um, is fertile soil. Like we've really over the course of the last decades sort of taken out all the fertility out of our soil. We've really sort of like, I don't have another word for it, like raped our ag agricultural land, uh, with like chemicals and, it's just, it's quite horrific how much, uh, um, I say that healthy soil we have left and how quick we need to start building up healthy soil again in order to avoid sort of train wrecks down the line. Um, so me and my husband decided to um, start learning and investing in regenerative farming. Um, so we own 160 acres here in Canada. We'll own more um, within the next couple of years. And... Um, what we do is we have it farmed organically. So we're actually not doing that ourselves. We're, you know, we're busy enough with our family and running the business, but we have an organic farmer who comes and farms our land. We are building a food forest. We have a massive garden. So we grow all our own food. Our children and us, we go there in the morning. We call it the far garden because it's a little bit further away from our house. And the kids just take their little baskets and their little uh, trays and they go and harvest cucumbers and berries and um, just having that connection to the land. You know, I, I remember my, my parents uh, gardening and Keith, my husband, you know, he saw his parents too, like, like you know, uh, growing their own food. And um, it's something that is so precious. I think when you have that experience as a child, it will always come back to you as a like a desire or like an itch to to get back to um to just being able to see things grow you know that's true wealth healthy soil that's true wealth clear water like all those things so that's really what we what we use our business for simply as a vehicle to um to and create massive financial change for the women that we work with there's many students that i have that are now you know past the the high six figure seven seven figure mark um you know, building them up from sometimes not even hitting a, you know, six figure year. So it's like, there's, there's massive transformation possible, but then also us using that money to, um, to create something really extraordinary here and to inspire others to do the same. Um, yeah. Wow. I just, I just want to sit with this for a moment because I don't know about all of you, but um, I'm feeling what she's saying in my heart. And then I'm having this beautiful movie happen in my mind about these three beautiful children and just learning sustainability and then growing up teaching sustainability to others. I just wanted to share with you um, when you were talking about the fertile soil when I was having one of my, and I think everybody can appreciate this, I'm not an unstable person, but when we were having the beginning of the COVID virus, I had a couple meltdown days yeah. and I was lying there. I'll never forget this. It was in March. And I thought, oh my God, I don't know if this is going to leave us soon, you know, cause everybody was saying, oh, it'll be this amount of time. And in my heart, I was starting to feel, I don't yeah. think that this is a short amount of time. And you know, I was lying there in bed and it was pouring down rain and I could hear the rain on the roof. And I yeah. heard a little voice say in my head, 
honey, you're living on the most rich soil in your country in Lancaster and you have water and you have everything you need to grow from here. I heard that in my head. So this moment, uh, um, you know, I expected us to talk about wealth and creating our wealth, which we will. So stay with us in this, in this moment. I remember hearing that and that's what pivoted me because I thought we can sustain ourselves. We're okay. You know, we're more than okay, you know, in Lancaster and we just have a plethora of an abundance of food. And so isn't it funny how we used to go maybe from jewelry and so on. And and not that we can't have that too, but then getting the bigger picture of that sustainability of our own selves and our family. So thank you for. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is that, um, you know, we are privileged. Most of our garbage ends up close to communities of color. You know, it just gets dumped there. And the toxins of that, like, instantly leak into those communities. And so, of course, there's, there's chemicals everywhere. I mean, we live in, in um, an agricultural area, so there's lots of spraying, which is like, you know, something that weighs very heavily on us, especially having young children. Um, but we have to understand that everything that we, we buy these days that is so cheap and so easily to access for us, we are borrowing from future generations, plain and simple. So when you say like, you know, uh, like the, the, the pretty car, the jewelry, stuff like that, I actually like have reconsidered for myself, I, like, you know, I, there's, there's part of me that loves luxury, right? Like you can look at me if you, I think this is on camera. It's like, hello. Um, you know, like I, I love luxury, but for example, this sweater that I'm wearing has, has been made by, by women in South America who are getting paid fair wages. It's like, it's organic material. It's like, you can have luxury and still have it be sustainable. And I think it is so unfair for us to just, you know, because we're, 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 we're sort of like addicted to convenience, quite honestly, it's not even luxury. It's like our addiction to convenience that is driving us to, to basically use up resources that aren't ours to take, you know, and, and the, 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 the sort of like the effects of that are often not visible for us because it ends up close to, you know, communities who are less privileged, right? And that to me is no longer, it's it's like, I wasn't aware of it before, but now that I am, I, I cannot be okay with that. So every, every cent that comes into our company um, gets spent in a way that's actually, um, you know, like really sustainable, really geared towards helping our local community um, because it's just not worth it. You know, it's not, it's not like my convenience at this lifetime isn't worth, you know, taking away resources from future generations that should be like totally like a human right, like fresh water, healthy soil, things like that. So there's just so much to consider, but it's basically like, like, uh, re- like evaluating what, what does wealth actually mean, you know, yeah. and, and having that conversation and educating yourself. On what's really going on. Yeah. Wow. 
You know, this brings up kind of another point. I, I want to talk about how we're going to get women entrepreneurs to help create that wealth. But in this moment, I just, I had another realization and, and I hope you're, you are all having these realizations with me. I feel like Oprah in the moment. <laughs> so one of the things that you're talking, <laughs> like when Oprah says, oh, <laughs> but, but when you're talking about, um, being able to live from the core essence of our values. Like once you realized that you don't want to take from this earth, you want to give back, you want to create the sustainability for these few free, uh, beautiful children that you have and the future generations of, of all of us. I yeah. realized that in this moment, there was a dream I've had for many years, which was to help give back to autistic adults because mm -hmm. there's not a lot of programs to help them in, in America. And mm -hmm. this summit is going to help to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't have done that though before this moment. So yeah. let's teach people in this moment. So let's teach them how to make some wealth so that they can live their life by their core values and give back our legacy. When we leave, let's leave a legacy. So let's make some money to help to create uh, what we need in our hearts, what we're willing to give back, our personal growth and contribution. So help us, teach us. <laughs> how to, one of the things that, you know, you talk about and we talked about and you mentioned is they might've not, these, the people that are listening may not have hit their six figure year, but mm -hmm. you're talking about seven figure. So how mm -hmm. do you get your belief system? Because like yeah. you said, there's this scarcity mm -hmm. and these old conditioned patterns mm -hmm. that we've learned, how do we get them lined up so that not only can we prosper, but then we can live the true essence of our lives? Yeah, for sure. So I have some practical tips, which we'll get to in a second, but then also um, the alignment piece, which I know you always talk about. I talk about too. Like just look at your life right now and just imagine that amplified. So your good sides, your shadows, everything, right? That's simply what money does. Money is an amplification tool. So even if you, like I've known poverty too, like there's, there was a whole period in my twenties where, you know, my parents decided to cut me off financially, which I'm eternally grateful for. <laughs> and, you know, my husband didn't have a very, uh, like a career that brought in a lot of money either. We were both artists. We were both uh, opera singers. And, um, you know, so I know what it's like to scrub other people's toilets, stuff like that. Right. So for the people who are maybe listening, who aren't quite there yet, like it can totally shift and shift really, really quickly. Um, but w just imagine you amplified. That's what happens when wealth comes in. So if you are, you know, in your case, you want to help, um, uh, adults with uh, autism, um, create programs for them, support, all that beautiful stuff. Right now, you might be able to help a few individuals. But when you hit, you know, seven, maybe eight figures in the future, your impact is going to be amplified. You know, your ability to help more people is going to be amplified. So when you come from that place, you know, it's lovely, right? It's a lovely thing to, to just imagine and feel into. And, you know, for those who are listening, just, just think of some of the things that you would 
but like the, 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 the change you would help create, the justice that you would help create, you know, build, all that stuff amplified. So release this idea that money is bad, that money is unsafe, right? Or that the making of money and the exposure that comes with that, the visibility is unsafe. If you really struggle with this piece, I highly recommend the work of Dr. Valerie Ryan. She has a book, it's called Patriarchy Stress Disorder. And it talks about why it feels unsafe for women to make money and how that's related to growing up um, as you know women in a patriarchic society. So um, those are the things from a mindset perspective. Practically speaking, there's something incredibly powerful about actually running the numbers, doing the math. So I would highly recommend you know, for you, for anyone listening, start with figuring out what that life would cost financially. Like what would it cost on a monthly basis to, to have the quality of life that you desire, to have the impact that you want? You can come up with a good, better, and best goal, right? Like it's, it's I always aim for sort of like you want to be in this place where it feels really expensive, but it doesn't feel overstretched. Because then, you know, you're like, you're that alignment is missing, right? So I have one, um, one of my clients um, who's in my program, she uh, started the program, basically like selling things that maybe, maybe like, you know, under $1,000, like 9.97. And within a few months, we've now got her to a place where she sold multiple 50k packages, so $50,000 packages. And her her next goal. So we're like further sort of like stretching her ability to receive because that's really what it's about. It's about being comfortable or maybe just being comfortable with feeling uncomfortable, you know, receiving so much good, right? Like so much pleasure and joy and delight and money and everything that one can have. And, um, she just wrote like in, in the group that we have, the Facebook group, she said, yeah, like my next thing is to sign up 10 people at $100,000. Like she sells big packages. So, you know, that's what that evolution can look like, right? And can go really, really fast. Usually women just need a couple of moments where it's like, oh my gosh, somebody does, you know, wants to pay me $15,000 for this and then 50,000 and then, you know, expand from there. So that's what that can look like, but it all starts for her to, you know, she's a permaculture expert, right? She's just not even business to business. She's actually like in somebody who supports people and like developing their food forests and like agricultural, beautiful plants. Um, it started with her actually asking herself, what is it that I need on a monthly basis and getting really, really honest with yourself and don't be, you know, skimpy, like, like actually like, taxes and getting your lashes done if that's a thing for you or you know uh building a food forest that was a thing for us we've spent you know over fifty thousand dollars this year just getting our food forest in which is like you know uh something that basically you can just walk around and nibble on the berries and like you know that's something that we wanted to do so whatever that is whatever creates quality of life for you you want to make sure ends up on that list and then you need to figure out how much it costs and then you know you can look at sort of like 
all the things that you pay for over the course of a year. There's always like, you know, things that you might miss, like insurance fees and like, you know, getting your car tires redone or all the things, put them on there, divide them in by 12, and then you have your monthly revenue goal. If you really, if you're like, really want to do the math, highly recommend uh, going to the website of my financial coach. Her name is Amber Duggar and she has a calculator. So that might be really handy. Guess what? They're going to get that because she's also one of the speakers. Yay! I'm so happy. <laughs> well, listen to Amber Duggar's <laughs> I said that, uh, interview because she, she got us to a place where we have now over half a million dollars in savings. So she knows her stuff. Like she's great. Um, so use her calculator and then um, just figure that out. And then the next thing you want to do is figure out your time and sort of like your, your energetic capacity. And then based on that, you can sort of go like, okay, I have actually two days a week that I want to do client facing work. And I know that I want to, that I sort of, in order for me to have the quality of life that I want and the impact that I want, I need to make $35,000 a month usually what happens is that women think like, Oh, I'll get by on like 10. Like that's like lots, like that's amazing. And then when they actually think through like the team they want to build and the ads and the, this and the, that it's like, Oh, I actually need like a minimum of 35. That happened to me a few years ago when, when we started working with Amber and I was so angry with everyone for a week. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I never made that much money in my life. You know, I was like, this is, this is unreal. Um, so, so that was interesting. And, um, but then, you know, because I had that clarity and this is where the magic happens when you have that clarity, that's when like the whole universe like aligns itself, like things literally start to shift in your reality because now you can send a clear signal, right? And most women never even get to that place because it feels so scary to actually draw that line in the sand and say, you know what? $10,000. It's actually not enough because I want to create this and I want to experience this. And just owning that piece is incredibly powerful. So once you know, like, okay, two days a week, client facing stuff, $35,000, that means like how much approximately per week, how much approximately per day. Of course, you're not going to sell every day or not like fill every day with like, you know, lots of calls. So you want to put on a nice, like big profit margin. Uh, and then, then you can sort of say like, okay, so that now I know what I need to be charging for, let's say a VIP day or for a six month package. And you, you literally reverse engineer the pricing of your packages and your offers based on what it is that you know you need to make, right? So instead of being in this place of what are other people charging and is it okay for me to charge this? Am I worth the money? You can completely omit that entire conversation just figuring it out, reverse engineer, landing on the prices that you know you need to be charging in order to get to where you want to go financially. And now if you don't, if you, if you get into a place where you're sabotaging yourself and you're like, ah, oh, nobody will pay that. I'll just start, you know, charging less or I'll try half. You know that you're sacrificing your quality of life. You know that you are not going to be making the impact that is calling you. You know, and you will only do that a few times and then you'll go like, you know what, I'm going to charge. I'm going to charge this thing because I know this is what I'm needing, what I need to be charging in order to get where I want to go.
Amen. <laughs> the reason I say amen is I'll never forget the day that that happened to me. Yeah. You know, I, I was all excited. I left my university job on February 4th. I made exactly in one month what I brought home in cash after a 33 year career. And I cried. Yeah. And I didn't cry because I was happy. I was happy. I cried yeah. because I thought, this is pretty easy. <laughs> And I spent 33 years with a master's degree doing, and I loved what I did. I, it wasn't, I didn't love it, but I made one time, and this is a true story. I looked at what it would take as a single woman of four. I wasn't a single woman of four, but as a single woman, if I had three other children, I could, I would have qualified for food stamps on with a master's degree and 33 years experience. That's what I was making. This is exactly what we're seeing, you know, also like my generation, um, there's just, there's, there's quite frankly, like way too many people with, with very high education, but what we really need are people who also work with their hands, people who work with like all kinds of people, you know, there's such an emphasis like socially too, where it's like, this is what you need in order to feel worthy. This is, this is what you need in order to have like, uh, you know, like a, a life worth living. And honestly, like, you know, I have a bachelor's degree. Thank gosh I didn't like, you know, push for, for a master's degree um, in, in, you know, singing, classical singing. Um, but honestly, like, that career didn't really do anything for me except that I really learned how to be in front of a big audience, which is fantastic, by the way. Like, that skill is, 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 is incredibly lovely to have but um you know i never really made any any money with with my my bachelor's degree at all mm -hmm. it's like something to maybe reconsider for also people who have children you know we're saving up for their kids to study if they have that privilege if they have the privilege to be able to set aside money the question really is like maybe you want to just spend that money and helping them set up their business you know yeah yeah that's so true Unless they want to be doctors. We need lots of doctors these days. <laughs> we do. Um, one of the other things that, like I heard you saying, you were saying energetic capacity. And mm -hmm. the other reason, remember when I went back to the story of like, I cried when I made that amount of money because I had just gone to a conference and I was sitting there and this woman who talked about money, she said, what money is, is an exchange of life force. And when I thought, oh my gosh, I just gave up, like, you know, I was working 60 hours a week after yeah. I retired and I was like, you know, like marketing, advertising, working with clients. And, and then I thought, oh, I just gave my life force away for that amount of money, which was really great money, but it didn't feel enough what somebody said that that was my life force. Do you feel that there's an association with money and how we value ourselves. Totally. And also women tend to like, it's, it's a big complex. <laughs> There's a lot to say here. So women tend to really underestimate their own capacity, generally speaking on the flip side. They're also like very good at just bleeding it away in all kinds of directions. So there's like sort of like two sides to that story. Um, but what I often find is that 
this is not just money related, but also sort of like how, you know, I help women launch their high ticket group program. So it's like, you know, they're, it's like a launch that has a lot of, they have a lot riding on it, right? Like succeeding because they, they do multiple six figures, sometimes high six figures. Um, and it feels so scary to them. Like uh, today I had a call uh, with, with some of my the people that I mentor and, you know, uh, they're always saying like, what if it doesn't work out? Like, what if, you know, what if, what if I can't pull through or what if, you know, it sucks or like people don't book sales calls. And it's like, you actually have the energetic capacity to hold yourself in that space. Right. Because the thing is that as women in business, we like, not everything is successful. Not everything is easy and not everything is rosy. It's like, you know, this is life, right? I love, love, love. I always talk about this, um, the goddess Kali, who is like the, the, the goddess of like mothering and, and basically like tenderness and care. But on the other side, she is the goddess of, of war and carnage. And it's just like, she has both sides, right? Like both the light and the dark. And, and in order to access your energetic capacity, you need to access both as a woman. We, we, we ear towards like the light side, the bright side, right? It's like, like that feels like easier for us to access. But we all have like a darker side, more like, uh, like um, think of like the huntress archetype side you know who who goes out into the wild and comes back with like you know the things that she needs to feed her family and if you if you want to step into your power and you want to access your energetic capacity you cannot just cut off half of half of who you are as a human being which is light and dark you know so it's about accessing both and so when those women come to me and say, Hey, I'm, I'm scared. And it's basically what they're saying is that it's not just going to be pleasurable and fun and rewarding. I'm like, deal with it. <laughs> this is life. This is part of it. It's okay. And you have, if you allow to yourself to look at your shadow sides and say, I love myself, even though I see some of that fear, I see some of that, you know, need to please other people, um, all that stuff. And I forgive myself and I embrace myself. Then, then there's, there's, you become powerful beyond measure and you can easily go through, you know, explore the terrain of success and failure and not unplug on self-love and not unplug on feeling worthy and not unplug on feeling safe. Mm. So I want to make sure that they heard the goddess name because I'm sure somebody's going to go buy some statues like somebody like me. Like right now, I know, right? <laughs> I have, I have Lakshmi. I have, I have them all. Um, but spell goddess Kali. So it's uh, K A L I. Okay, and there's okay. one more spelling. I want to make sure that we. Yeah. Get. There was an awesome book that you um, talked about um about so what was it I, I forget now i even wrote it down i think it was the patriarchy stress disorder that's right stress By doctor dr valerie ryan she has a great instagram you can order her book okay i wanted to make sure we got that yes that we caught it and you know what i just wanted to say about like the goddess kali like she doesn't just help me run 
an incredibly badass business, right? Because I, I have, I've literally not run my business without either being pregnant or birthing or nursing a baby. Like when I started my business, I, I, I like, that was the month I gave birth to my first daughter. So this has been so powerful for me, not just while running my business and just sort of like fully embracing the entire range of emotions and range of colors and experiences, but also during the actual birthing process. Um, I remember the, the experience of uh, Issa's birth. So Issa is my third daughter. And she was, she's very, like, very wise. I remember, um, you know, we got introduced by a sage. I was at her event. We were doing some breath work there. It was my initial experience with breath work, which is extremely powerful. And I was pregnant at the time. And I don't know if you know breath work, but it's like, basically, you you pump, like, a ton of, like, oxygen into your blood, right, by, by breathing a certain way. So I was like, well, you know, I can't do that. It's not very responsible being pregnant. And I literally hear my baby say, go into that room, get your ass on the floor, on the mat, and go do the breath work. And I had, like, I I literally became the goddess Kali, and I was dancing in, like, the, 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 the universe, basically, like, the dark and I was just like tossing planets and just creating new universes um and then when when during her birth which which happened in like 90 minutes um she uh, she was like almost 10 pound baby but I just remember reconnecting to that fully embodying of like any and all experiences right so instead of trying to push away the pain of childbirth because we we've always done home birthing so she's she's born here on the acreage um i just i was just raging to the edges of the universe and back and it was magnificent and it was so powerful and that energy i mean whether you 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 can have children or you want to have children or not that energy is is there for us to access in business, you know, imagine showing up on a sales call with that level of self-acceptance, self-love, radical sort of like just holding the full range of emotions and experiences in your own life. You're holding space now for that other person to 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 race to the edges of their universe and back, you know, and that is extremely powerful. That is setting the stage for massive transformation. I am so juiced about what you're talking about. My palms are sweating. Like I'm so excited for just the energy. Do you feel that? Do you feel her energy when you're listening yeah. to this as the audience? Mm -hmm. I just think it's so powerful. And I just had this whole imagination of this birthing process of you breathing. And um, I just love that. So I want to um, ask you what gift that you have to offer what's your free free gift for everybody because i know that they're gonna really want it yeah so i love to you know also in my work talk about all these very holistic spiritual things and then i love to pair them with like super practical stuff because <laughs> that's how we how we get shit done so my gift um is a um it's a checklist and a training series on it's called 40 plus ways to call in your high tickets clients and make them buy from you. And if you go through the training series, at one point it will invite you to, um, to, to opt into an ebook 
which is like 20 pages long, which talks exactly about all like 40 plus strategies to reach the kind of people that are willing to invest uh, at a much higher level. So if you're in this place where you're, you're just sort of like, I wish I had more better play, paying clients, better playing clients too, <laughs> I'll say that, um, then, then this is perfect for you. You know, it's just, it's, it's very um, practical. It's very based on just, you know, like the bio said, like helping hundreds of women across the world ascend into self-funded wealth. So wealth that you have created as an individual, you know, as a woman, not depending on all kinds of people. Um, that's what it's designed to do. Is there any way you just show us your beautiful voice? Because you said you, you sang opera. Is there just a little tidbit of your, the beauty of essence of your <gasps> Yeah, what was I singing the other day? Celebre glorious good What were you saying to us? It was so beautiful. Oh my gosh, I have to actually think. Um, is it true, Chlorie, that you love me? Like that's it's a it's a beautiful song by um by I think Han is his name. Yeah, French composer. We'll put it in the in the show notes if there's show notes. <laughs> okay, that sounds lovely. I I just think that this was such a beautiful and a rich interview. And I just wanted to tell you, you actually manifested something for me. I love opera and I've only seen one opera in my life in London. And it was... Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was so beautiful. So I want to, I, I want to offer you, is there anything else that you have to, or that you would really enjoy saying? Because the last thing is you said, you are powerful beyond measure. And maybe we could close with that. Yeah. So What I want to say about that is that so many of us feel that we have to work so hard to get to that place. You know, we have to first like make the money and then we feel we deserve to feel powerfully beyond measure. Or we feel like we, like we have to like get the, the, the media logos or like already have the impact or, you know, like, like it's, I so often have women showing up on calls who are saying like, but I can't do that or I can't charge that or I can't say that because, and then they have a reason, you know, and I hear those voices too. You know, I, I had voices so destructive and so diminishing my head that I almost killed myself as a teenager, you know, with, with, with a food disorder that got completely out of hand, but you can, you have like the, the part of that power is saying to yourself, I, I hear you. I hear you voice. Like, I know you want to keep me safe, but I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to claim it anyway. And the more you do that, the more that that voice 
turns out just be your inner child that's afraid. It's not a bad, like external source that's trying to keep you down. It's just part of you that's 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 scared. It feels exposed. And you can just sort of like tuck that part of yourself under your arm and say, like, hey, I'll hold you while I march out into the world and make the difference that I know I'm meant to make and make the money that I know could be mine. And that's that is when you become powerful, powerful beyond measure. And that is exactly where we're going to stop this interview because you can't get much better than that. I really <laughs> love that. So we, we all, the audience and myself, we honor you and we honor your time. So go be with your three beautiful babies, your husband and your 160 magical acres and go pick some dinner. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> much love and much, much thanks. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.